marketing, to my mind, in very simple terms, is communicating your business messages in order to grow your business. So that's very simple. Mm-hmm. Now, you can either, uh, you could do it like, um, you know, you, you make spaghetti and, and throw it at a wall and see what sticks. Or you can devise a framework, a plan, an organized set of resources and bring them all together with a specific objective, which is probably going to be more sales or more customers. The Online Marketing Show with Joseph Bushnell. Helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money. Hi, welcome to The Online Marketing Show. This is Joey Bushnell. Today's special guest is the host of the online learning podcast, John Colley. Go to jbdcolley.com to find out more. Today, John is going to be sharing his marketing strategies and tactics that are working for him right now, including the six steps for devising your strategic marketing plan, two tools to completely automate your Twitter marketing, six ways to get more subscribers and downloads for your podcast, and also he's going to share three books and two amazing places to find online courses, sometimes even for free or at a very discounted price. Uh, All this and much more on the way. John, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, Joey, thank you very much for inviting me. It's very exciting to be here. John, how did you get into online marketing and podcasting? The um, the story is actually quite a funny one because um, my my day job, if you like, is as a corporate finance advisor. And we were sitting around and we have a small partnership. And I asked my partners, I said to them, why do we have a pod? Uh, why do we have a website? Oh, they said they we have to have a website. I said, fine. Um, who comes to the website? Oh, don't know. <laughs> Where do they come from? Not sure. Why do they come? What are they looking for? Got no idea. Um, do they find what they're looking for? Don't know. Do we have any interaction with them when they get there? Uh, well, no. So do they go away happy? No idea. So I said, why do we have a website? And the problem was that our partnership website was pure brochure web. Mm-hmm. So the, my reaction to that was, firstly, I wasn't about to become the partnership webmaster because uh, that would have been a really thankless task. <laughs> but I thought, no, I'm, I'm going to set my own blog up. So I started with a blog. Mm-hmm. And um, I, you know, sort of got into that, and then from that I started making videos, and from that I started my first podcast, which was called um, "A Conversation with the Six Minute Strategist," which I have to admit is a bit moribund now because um, I've created the second one, which is the online learning podcast, and so um, I've sort of turned into a, a full scale self marketing machine. But in the in the process of doing that, because I've learned so much about it, um, I now also you know consult and teach on it. Well, John, let's um, talk about some of what you've learned in this time and about some of what you do. Something that I know that you do and you're quite well known for is strategic marketing. I know you've got quite a unique take on this. So for you, what is strategic marketing? Okay, well, I think the starting point to that is is let's just understand or let's have an agreement at least as to what marketing is. And marketing, to my mind, in very simple terms, is communicating your business messages in order to grow your business. So that's very simple. Mm-hmm. Now, you can either, uh, you could do it like, um, you know, you, you make spaghetti and, and throw it at a wall and see what sticks. Or you can devise a framework, a plan, an organized set of resources and bring them all together with a specific objective 
objective, which is probably going to be more sales or more customers. So for me, strategic marketing is doing your marketing in an organized way in order to be more effective. Brilliant. Now, if I, if I take, take it into my, um, six minute strategist methodology, cause I do everything in sixes. Mm-hmm. Let, let me, let me just give you six simple steps to, to understand how to do that. And actually anybody listening, you know, if you, you write these down or I'll send some Jerry the notes and actually it'll just help you to give you a very simple framework to do this. Um, the, the first thing you have to do before you do any of these steps is just define your objective. Okay, and think about it as well in military terms, if you like. If you're if you're a commanding officer and you're going to go and take a, an enemy objective, first of all, you have to define what you want to do. So we're going to knock the enemy off that hill over there. Mm-hmm. So then you have to evaluate the options you have open to you in order to achieve your objective. And that might be, well, we can go left flanking, we can go right flanking, or we can go up the middle with bags of smoke, as they used to say. <laughs> so you then look at your options, and then you have to select your, your, the option, and that becomes your route to the objective, and that is effectively your strategy. So it's how you're going to achieve your objective. Mm-hmm. The next step after that is all the various steps you have to put in place to achieve that objective, and those are your tactics. Mm-hmm. So you've got to make sure that, you know, you've covered the dead ground here. You've got fire support there, whatever it is. Um, then you have to evaluate the resources. And I'm not talking about people at this point, but the resources you need to achieve this. It might be money, materials, software, and, and bring all those together and, and marketing collateral and, and you know, um, uh, um, buzzwords and, and you know, um, all the sort of stuff you put together in order to communicate your, your objective. So that, that that's that's the what of it, mm-hmm. you know, what resources you need. Then you have a who, which is who's going to execute this strategy. And, and the key point here, of course, is accountability. And then finally, it's the when. It's the timetable, which should be specific and mem- mem- measurable. So with those six steps, you know, you've got a framework for um, strategic marketing. Let's talk about things that are working well for you right now, marketing strategies and tactics that are helping you to grow your business at this very moment. Um, could you share some of what's working for you? Yeah, I've got a couple of things to talk to you about here, um, which I hope, again, people will find helpful. Um, I use a tool called Hootsuite, which I, I know is going to be familiar to many of, uh, many of, people, of, of your audience. Um, but I've got it organized to um, another level because um, I have um, a whole range of, of different um, uh, social media um, accounts, obviously with Facebook and, and uh, Twitter and all this, but I've actually got four, four different accounts on Twitter, each of which has a specific objective. Um, so one is promoting my podcast, one is promoting my online courses, another one is promoting my affiliate campaigns, and actually I've got another one which, which promotes my photography. Mm-hmm. And what I do is um, I create um, a uh, a short uh, 10 to 20 um, message uh, sort of messages in a spreadsheet. And and for bulk uploading in Hootsuite, you need three columns, one of which is the, the time, the next is the message, and then the, the final one is the linking URL. So I put together 10 or 20 of these for a particular purpose. Uh, making sure where I can, I, I put an at to other people's accounts so that they'll, they'll pick it up. Make sure I use generous users of hashtags, which are really important, mm-hmm. um, particularly in, in Twitter and Facebook. And I save it as a CSV file. I then bulk upload it and can then send it out to social media accounts. But it's very easy using sort of copy and paste techniques to change the times 
and indeed the frequencies for different accounts. So for LinkedIn, I might have one a day, never much more than that. But for Twitter, I might do 10 or 20 in a day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I then put, put these campaigns into a spreadsheet and I'm not joking. I've got 50 or 60 of these, um, running, not running all the time, but I've got them prepared. Mm-hmm. And, and they, they go along the top of the spreadsheet. The, the calendar goes down the left hand side and creates the rows. So for any day, I can see which campaigns I'm attacking, uh, how many messages I'm sending out, which platforms I'm sending them out to. And bearing in mind that Hootsuite only allows you to bulk upload 350 messages at a time and you don't want to be spamming your accounts. You actually need to have this degree of control in order to um, do it effectively and still stay on the white hat side of the of the tracks, as it were. So that's how I, I use Hootsuite. And, and that's been really effective. I mean, in August, I sent out about 3000 messages mm-hmm. um, and I've seen growth in, in, in all my following accounts. I've seen growth in my sales of my courses and I've seen growth in my affiliate sales. So um, that's working. Another point from it, of course, is that when you see a, um, a sales uh, go through on an affiliate thing, you can then tie back and see, well, which campaigns were running that day that triggered that sale. So you start to get a feel for what's more effective or less effective by seeing, you know, by, by monitoring the results and, and, and seeing how, how the sales and the growth comes through. So how did you grow those Twitter accounts, John? Okay, well, that, that brings me actually a very good question, Jerry, but it brings me on to a, another tool I've only recently discovered called Manage Flitter. Okay. Now, um, the, there is a free option on this like Hootsuite. And there's also a paid option. Um, I've actually gone for the sort of the lower level of the paid option. It gives you a bit more flexibility and it allows you to do more than one account. Mm-hmm. Um, what I do is um, with Manage Flitter, you can go in and, and search for accounts that are similar to yours. So, for instance, I mean, I, I, I did actually go and look at, at your account, Jerry, which came up extremely highly because you've got about 400,000 followers, which is something amazing. Mm-hmm. And so you can look in there and see, uh, you know, who's following Joey and you can then filter them through. You can screen them out. You can see, you know, um, are they influential? Have they um, got lots of followers? Do they have a good follower to following ratio? Do they have a low spam score? So you can pick out good people mm-hmm. and then you can follow them. You can also do the inverse by checking your own account and start to unfollow people who are not following you. But in order to grow in the first instance, you have to be, be following more people on a, on a sensible basis every day. Now, Twitter's really, um, careful about, you know, not letting you churn your, your, um, account by getting rid of lots of people and adding lots of people on every day. So you have to do it in a very measured way. Um, and you know, you, you do have to do it in a, in a white hat way. So do go and see if these people are, you know, people who, cause you can see their bios all very easily. If they're the sort of people who you want to be engaging with, then you have to then have a, a, a phase of engagement with them and, and retweet them and that sort of thing. But I use Hootsuite to, to, to do that. But manage, manage Flitter, really good little tool, um, for, for, for systematically and steadily growing your Twitter accounts in the right way. Okay, John, let's um, talk about podcasting now. I recently had the pleasure of sharing the stage with you a couple of months back at UK Pod 14. And your talk was about launching a podcast, basically getting it out there, getting it as much visibility as you possibly can so that you get lots of downloads and lots of subscribers for your podcast. So for the benefit of anyone listening who has a podcast of their own, what are some of your favorite strategies for promoting a podcast? 
Yes, of course. It'd be a pleasure. First of all, I have to say uh, it was it was great to meet you at UK Pod 14. Yeah. And and I also very much enjoyed listening to your talk. So, um, you know, a little mutual mutual admiration society developing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll give I'll give you six quick ones um, because I like to do things in sixes following the six minute strategist sure. methodology. Um, but I'll, I'll run through them pretty quickly. Um, the first uh, one, which I really like, is creating very short two-minute hangouts on air mm-hmm. um, using Google Hangouts. Um, make sure you title them with, with keyword-rich, sensible titles, but the, 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 it's very important to get the right um, you know, words in the title. Mm-hmm. And, and then just publish those to your, to your, um, uh, your, your YouTube account. Uh, tag them and, and describe them in the normal way. Make sure there's a link in the description back to your, um, uh, your, your show notes. The great thing about Hangouts is Google loves them and it gives them masses of Google juice. So it's really easy if you do this on a consistent basis to, to, to get lots of good, uh, you know, front page rankings in, in Google. The second one is a tool called Canva, which I found two or three months ago. Absolutely love. It's a brilliant online tool for creating images and it has all sorts of different templates in terms of sizes. I just create square ones. But I basically create an image promoting the podcast, um, make sure I have a picture of the person who's my guest in it. Um, I then download it to my computer, use that to upload to iCloud. And then using Instagram on my phone, I then can share that very easily to Facebook, Flickr, Foursquare, Tumblr and Twitter at a stroke. So that makes makes it really easy. Now, if you take the the Canva tag and then upload it into Hootsuite, you'll get a short code in Hootsuite for that tag, mm-hmm. which you can then actually add to the, the, the campaigns I mentioned beforehand, Brilliant. you know, using Hootsuite. The advantage of that is then when you publish that little campaign, the images come up with an image in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, your, your message comes up with an image in them, which is much, much more arresting and engaging. So you can combine the two there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was number three, which is you use Hootsuite to, to upload it. Number four um, is to do actually what, what we're doing, which is to uh, approach, interview and share ideas with other podcasters or other influencers uh, who have an audience, which really helps you to grow your audience. But the starting point you should take is ask them what you can do for them. Don't really sort of come on the big I am and I want, you know, want to go and you know, get dibs into your audience. It's, you know, I've heard your podcast. I really enjoy it. Comment on it a bit. Try and build the relationship. And then, you know, do extend yourself and say, you know, what can I do to help you? And, and if you if you approach them in the right way, then they'll be much more inclined to um, want to work with you. Uh, number five, uh, definitely ask for ratings and reviews in your show. Now, some people run a competition. I give shout outs to people who leave me five star ratings and reviews in iTunes. Mm-hmm. Um, and the moment I think I've got 75 star reviews, I'm always happy to get more, by the way. <laughs> and um, there's, there's a great little tool called Comment Cast, which you can download, use on your, on your, your laptop or your PC or your Mac. Um, it may actually... Just think about it. It might be Mac only. I'm sorry for that. But it, it collates all your iTunes uh, comments and rankings from every iTunes store across the world. And there, there are, there's over a hundred of them, I think. So that's a really easy way to find out who's been leaving you rankings and ratings. And therefore you can then quote from those to, um, give people shout outs. And then finally, um, you know, on the Pat Flynn be everywhere 
um, strategy for podcasting, you really got to make sure, obviously be on iTunes, but you've got to get onto Stitcher Radio and tune in because in the States, um, cars are now coming with internet radios, which are, are, are permanently have one or, or, the, or other of these installed, but also get onto Spreaker, which is a backdoor to getting into iHeartRadio. And these are great platforms for other people to then go and find your, your podcast other than iTunes. So being on as many podcast platforms as possible, but, but particularly Stitcher, TuneIn, Spreaker and the through Spreaker iHeartRadio. And once you submit, it's fire and forget. They'll all pick up the feed from your, um, your media host. So all those, uh, downloads count on your, um, on your stats from Libsyn or wherever else you're, you're hosting your podcast. And that, that will help to grow your podcast. So there are six quick tips to, um, promote your podcast. It's interesting that you mentioned there, John, about the internet radio in cars over in the USA. Do you think that that's going to cross the pond, John, and come over here to the UK and, you know, to the rest of the world? We'll, we'll all have it soon. I, I think it's absolutely inevitable. I think the technology in, in cars is growing all the time. And, you know, why wouldn't they? Um, you know, with the, the internet becoming more and more pervasive, uh, it has to just be a matter of time. So, um, you know, I think the, whatever's happening in the US today, mm-hmm. particularly in terms of technology, will arrive with us any time in the next couple of years, I would have thought. Brilliant. And I really hope so, because it, it just would open up a much wider audience for us podcasters. So um, definitely look forward to that. My final question, John, is in your podcast, the Online Learning Podcast, you make a lot of recommendations for really excellent resources to learn about online marketing. Um, you know, you recommend top online marketing courses, top online marketing books. So over time, you've probably gone through a lot of books and a lot of courses. Um, so could you share with us some of the ones that you think are the best, the ones that you would give your recommendations for, and why you rate those courses or books so highly? Um, and could you just maybe give us a little, just a quick little synopsis of each, if that's okay? Okay, yeah, well, I've got three books which I'll recommend to you, which I think are brilliant, mm-hmm. uh, and then I'll talk about courses. Um, these are all published, actually, by, as it happens, by Ben Bella Books in the States. And uh, the first one is Virtual Freedom by Chris Ducker, which is all about how to use VAs and outsource some of your work. I, I know Chris personally. Um, he put me on to Ben Bella, which is why the other two are from Ben Bella. Um, but it's a fantastic book, and if you suffer from what he calls superhero syndrome, the idea that you think you can do everything – then you should definitely check that out. The next book, which only came out last month, is called The One Week Marketing Plan by Mark Satterfield. And actually, I, I read the introduction from this in episode um, 74 on the Monday Book Review in the Online Learning Podcast. Um, and I'll make sure Jerry's got the notes to that. And that is um, an absolutely brilliant step by step guide to how to put a marketing plan together, particularly for online. Um, and I, I have got my copy of it is completely filled with sticky tabs, which is always one of the, the ways I know I've got a good book with it, and I love actionable books. Mm-hmm. So that's a great book, the one week marketing plan by Mark Satisfield. And there's another one which, um, I haven't reviewed yet, um, but I have read, which is called, excuse me, the word I'm, I'm literally reading from the title of the book, but it's kick ASS. I don't know how clean your podcast is, but I'm sure you, you it's obviously kicking a donkey. Yeah. Uh, Social commerce for epreneurs. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is by John Lawson with Deborah Shep. And that's another fantastic, um, book to help people who are, who try to work online, uh, with their, their social commerce. So I highly recommend those three. Right. Now, when it comes to courses, 
Um, what I would recommend, there, there are two platforms which I, I publish on, which I, I rate. The first is Udemy.com, um, which has got um, literally thousands and thousands of courses. And it'd be invidious to pick one out. Um, I interview a course um, creator normally from Udemy every week on my Friday episode. Mm-hmm. So you can go back and look at, at over 70 interviews there. But if whatever topic you're interested in, go and search for it. Uh, and then go and see what's available free before you pay anything. Now, I'm actually writing a course at the moment, which is how to buy a course on Udemy, because there's lots of tips and tricks to make sure you get the best value and the, the best courses. But definitely go and explore that platform if you're looking to learn and definitely check out what's free before you pay a penny. Brilliant. The other site is is called Skillfeed which um, has a slightly different model because instead of selling individual courses, you subscribe for about $19 a month and it's all you can eat. And so you can get access and they've got over 400 instructors and, and thousands of hours of, of stuff. Now the, I know there's duplication between Udemy and uh, Skillfeed because I post my courses on both platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, so it may be something you can find for free on Udemy is actually paid on Skillfeed. Equally, something which is very expensive on Udemy might be very economical on Skillfeed. So you need to sort of check them both out and have a look. Um, and, and that would be my first stops for finding online courses because there is just such an amazing amount of talent out there creating phenomenal courses. And I have learned so much from taking i've taken well i've subscribed to over 100 and i've taken about half of them and it's just amazing how much you uh, you learn absolutely phenomenal are they mostly business or marketing related or do they branch out into all different areas it it covers it covers everything um i mean the the the, the skill feed platform is is a bit more um uh, it's a bit more techy and it's a bit more uh, image related because Skillfeed's owned by Shutterstock. So the original audience, original audience there mm-hmm. was photographers and, and people who were very image focused. Um, no, Udemy is, is completely across the board and they've got um, a whole series of categories and now subcategories. So it's actually very easy to delve in to start with by looking at, you know, a category like you go to development and then you go and look at web development. Mm-hmm. You know, you can go, they've got a lot of technical courses. They've got a lot of music courses. They've got a lot of self-improvement courses, a huge range of stuff, um, you know, and, and literally something for everybody. So John, um, I'm right in saying that on your podcast on a Friday, you review courses and I believe it's, it's Monday that you review books. Yeah. I, on, on the Monday I read, obviously with the permission of the author and or the publisher, Mm -hmm. the first chapter or the introduction of a business book that I rate and I read it to you so you don't have to. So you can actually listen, listen to my, my, well, you've got to listen to me, bad luck, but uh, it means you can sit in the car and and get a feel for the book and decide whether or not you want to buy it. And I think that's a fairly unique way of helping my audience to find new um, books that, that might actually help them with their businesses and, and their marketing. On Wednesdays, um, I've instigated an influencer, an influencer interview because, um, I enjoy interviewing people and I enjoy interviewing people who are doing really interesting things. And this is my gateway to, to doing that. And then Friday is dedicated to, um, spreading the word about online learning. And so I interview, um, instructors and get them to talk about their courses and how they can help people and try and now I'm trying to draw out, draw out more tips and advice from them, um, to, to give people a quick, quick, fast start. And I also, I mean, this is one of the ways I monetize it. 
um, I also get, get them to give um, great discounts on their courses, which I do attach to affiliate links. So we, we all gain. But it means I'm, I mean, there's a, a lady I interview coming up in the, my uh, episode number 75, which as we're recording today comes out tomorrow. Um, and one of her courses is $299 and she's created 100 coupons to sell it for $19. So those, that's amazing value for my audience. And I also tell them how to bypass the affiliate scheme if they don't want to do that. So it's not a complete affiliate shill, but I, I, I leverage my relationship with the instructors to try to get them great discounts. Brilliant. I absolutely um, love your show, John. And uh, those three different episode types keep the show really fresh. And I just think it's you know, a really smart uh, idea. So, John, tell us about your podcast. Where can we find your podcast? And also, where can we just go to find out more about you? Well, my website is um, jbdcolly.com, which are my initials, julietbravo.colly.com. Uh, the online learning podcast, if you go to um, onlinelearningpodcast.com, that'll actually take you to the homepage of my podcast on my website. That'll make it easy. Um, I'm at jbdcolly on Twitter. I'm always happy to... Um, if to, to link up with people. I have a very open, open networking style on Facebook, LinkedIn, Google Plus, um, I'm you know, on other platforms. Uh, and always happy if people want, um, advice or help. I'm, I'm out there to be helpful. Um, John at jbdcolly.com is my email. And, uh, just say, you know, you heard me on, on Joey's show and, um, wanted to ask me something. Brilliant. That brings us to the end of today's show. Thank you for joining us and listening in today. If you enjoyed the show or if you learned something of value whilst listening to this episode, um, please support us by leaving a positive review on iTunes or Stitcher. And finally, John, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Jerry, it's been a huge pleasure. I'm really um, great that we've been able to follow up our, uh, our meeting at UK Pod 14 and, and look forward to doing more stuff with you in the future. Yeah, me too. Cheers, John. The Online Marketing Show with Joseph Bushnell, helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money.